Happy Wednesday, everyone. I am Pastor Mike Matthews, and welcome back to another simple sermon for life. Uh, Limping for Jesus exists to help people limp well for the Lord. And I, I believe that today's message is going to help you in that regard, because does God actually like us as his children? Does he delight in us? When you hear people say, yeah, God loves us, but you can love someone and not stand with them. Uh, uh, you can love someone and, and not want to be around them. Like, think about Thanksgiving. We all, You all probably had that creepy uncle that just loves Fox News and ready to debate your liberal cousin, right? So you can love someone and not want to be around them. And... In Christianity, we get this idea that God is always just waiting to smack us. That we're not praying enough, we're not tithing enough, we're not giving enough, we're not serving enough. And we get this picture of this authoritarian father who don't really want to deal with us, but he tolerates us, but I am hopefully going to show you today that not only does God loves, love us, but he delights in us. So our key text today is Psalm 18, verses 18 and 19. I want to mind you, the one that wrote this, David, he writes these words, Okay. This is the same David who not, you know, we love to focus on his highlights when God used him to defeat the giant Goliath, right? However, this is the same David who blew it big time, big time, on a cosmic scale. He cheated with another man's wife, got her pregnant, Tried to cover it up, got the man drunk, and then got the man killed because he didn't follow through with the plan of sabotaging uh, that man's character. So that David wrote this psalm too, because God more than loves us. This truth will free you in your life to know that God not only loves me, but he delights in me. Everyone else in your life could reject you, could uh, could turn their backs on you, but in Christ, you are secure in God's love and delight. So let's look at the verses today, 18 and 19. They confronted me in the day of my calamity, but the Lord was my support. He brought me out into a broad place. He rescued me. Why, David? Why did God rescue you? Because he delighted in me. Oh, man. That, I, how does that verse hate you? I, I got to say, uh, it's hard to believe. Um, if you are a people pleaser, if you battle with codependency, if you care about what people think about you, you know you have a hard time with actually believing God delights in us, right? Because what what does most messages teach us from the pulpit? 
that churches want to, and some narcissistic leaders want to control your behavior. They try to make you feel kind of love, but have you questioning it because if I can get you to question God's love for us just a little bit, I can manipulate you and I can control you. And, you know, that's why you're going to volunteer in the nursery. And that's why you're going to volunteer for Sunday school and VBS and all that. Because if you do that, maybe God will let you in, right? But we do all those things for Christ because of love. Because we know that we are deeply loved. If from... Now to when I die, if I never pick up a Bible, if I never pray again, God still delights in me. Jesus tells us in the Gospels that he that God the Father makes his rain and sun shine and fall on believers and unbelievers. That he does good to people who not only follow him, but to people who don't yet know him. Yet, we, and, and he he tells this parable, he's like, if, if you go to your father, what good father, if you ask him for food, will give you a snake instead, right? God loves us, and he cares about us. Like, if you don't believe God, delights in you, you're not going to believe that he's a provider for you. What, what, you know, God is not one of these dads out of a joke that, like, that um, he went out for milk fi- 15 minutes ago and has been gone for 30 years. That's not the kind of father we have. He delights in us. I needed to turn my phone off. My wife, my wife, my lovely wife is out door dashing right now. Um, so you have to believe that God delights in you. If you believe, there are times, let's just be honest, we don't even like us. I know there are times where I, I look in the mirror and I have a hard time liking Michael. I, I I personally am in a season of going back to therapy to unpack some compound traumas I had. And I'm going to tell you, church hurt is a lot of that. I've been hurt immensely as a pastor from local churches. But the whole reason why I care about this ministry, helping people, who may be deconstructing or help them not deconstruct. Because, yeah, life is hard and people are crappy. But I'm telling you that the God of the Bible, the triune God of the Bible, not only loves us, but the Godhead, all the members of the Godhead, delight in us. And they prove that because they are all involved in our salvation in our Christian maturity, the Holy Spirit is inside you. He dwells inside you after you become a Christian. 
And even though we can grieve him, he never leaves us. And the reason why he gr- we grieve him because he hates when we don't choose his best for our life. But your growth as a follower of God, you must understand that God is not this God looking for uh, to bring the sledgehammer down on you. I want to apologize. I know that a lot of pastors have used the Bible as a hammer to crush your spirit. I have personally been under some crappy pastors that hurt my walk, hurt my life. But I also have been under some loving, humble, holy, down-to-earth men of God, too. And as a pastor, in all the churches I've served, I tried to be transparent and raw and real. And I got to be honest, my transparency has hurt me. It has. But the reason why I'm transparent and the reason why I'm doing these simple messages for real life is because I want to show you that God has a place in your real, messy, and broken life. None of us got our shit together. None of us. But God helps us one step at a time. And the way I fight for joy, the way I fight for joy is in knowing that no matter what I face, I'm facing it with God. Like verse 18 says, the Lord has my back. He is my support. And verse 19 He rescued me because he delights in me. God is happy that you and me are his sons and daughters. We are sons and daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. The same God that parted the Red Sea is the same God who saves us, who transforms us, and who delights in us. When you're going through a storm, don't think God is not there. Because that's what the devil wants. The devil wants you to believe no one loves you, especially God. So, in closing, the relationship that you have with God is more than love. It's delight. I want you to delight in God and also knowing that he delights in you. You are deeply loved. It goes back, it goes far beyond some superficial churchy church hug, side hug. How are you? We're glad you're here. Type love. This type of love is he knows you. He sees you. You're good. You're bad. You're ugly. And he still delights in you. And friends, that's how we fight sin in our life. That's how we fight depression in our life. That's how we fight for joy in Jesus. To know that God loves me, the real me. The me that people don't see on Sunday. The me behind closed doors. The me that battles depression. The me that can beat himself up. The me that has made mistakes. 
and I know you feel that way too. So friends, I encourage you. Trust God's delight in you today. This is not some Joel Osteen, wishy-washy, uh, puff-you-up type message. This is gritty in the gutter truth that we need to know. That God does delight in us. As his children, as people who have placed their faith in Jesus Christ. So many Christians just go through life battling religious guilt that they don't add up. Here's the good news. You and I don't add up. That's why we needed a Messiah. That's why we needed a perfect man of God. And Jesus was that for us. We are his messy masterpieces. The Bible tells us we are fearfully and wonderfully made. That he has a plan for us. That he died for us. That he works through us. God delights in you. Period. Period. Not if you read your Bible 40 hours a day. Not, not if you tithe all your paycheck. It's not about outward behavior. It's about the character of Christ. He delights in you. I hope that this message has encouraged you. I hope that you will go through our ministry page and look at our other content. We are trying to help people limp well for Jesus. Saints, I know life is hard. And I know that life inside Christianity is hard. You are bombarded with religious, self-righteous, guilt-driven messages every day. And from time to time, God's word needs to be spoken in the context of tough love. However, when men and women get up there and make every message about you're not quite adding up to snuff and that God is angry at us, God is just waiting to smack you on your wrist like some Catholic school nun with a roar, they are missing the mark. So I, I pray that this message finds you understanding that he delights in you and trust it. I pray that you are limping on for the Lord. I pray that you limp well for the Lord. And I pray that you limp loved in the Lord. God bless. And until next time, I'm Pastor Mike for Nymphia for Jesus. God bless everyone.